All right, so this has been quite a while since we've done one of these. I believe this is episode 78. I can't even remember anymore. Um, but yeah, coming to you on a very exciting day for me personally, um, which we will get into. Obviously, we'll get into that. But first of all, I've just got to say hello to my man, Pete Fletcher, who I literally hadn't spoke to, to about, for about, what, fucking eight <laughs> weeks or summer. I, I don't know, man. How, how the fuck are you doing? Now then. Good, man. How you doing? <laughs> fuck been... off, Pete. <laughs> Uh, I can't off the, yeah, <laughs> Phileas Fletch here. Phileas Fletch just had to go around the world, um, obviously. And but uh, I, I've missed podcasting, man. I've really missed podcasting. I know. I think everyone, well, you know, the regular listeners have missed it. They've missed us taking piss out of each other oh, yeah. and all that sort of stuff. So I do have to say, it is um, wonderful to see you, even see you on Zoom, Fletch. But it has been a hot minute. Um, yeah. Yeah, it got crazy, man. Like the end of the year for me is always crazy, but this year it was it was really crazy. So, you know, we did some vacation, wrapped it around a business trip that I have for in Barcelona. So we did Italy, Portugal, Spain, and then we hung out in Seville. And then right when I got back, my my nephew had a wedding in New York City. So we were back for like two days and had to get on a plane again to go yeah. to, to go to New York City for the week. And I just got back late last night. So yeah, I'm exhausted and I'm so happy to be home. And and absolutely I'm happy to be podcast. Thing. like i've been keeping up with you on twitter but yeah it's good to see your pretty face yeah oh, thank you oh, obviously yeah uh, i mean i've been pretty quiet everywhere to be honest aren't I? and which we'll get on to talking about in a second but yeah i've been pretty quiet you've been busy and uh but i do have to say i amuse myself i think all day long with that around the world in 80 stakes um <sighs> bit of uh, <laughs> you don't know i get some questions <laughs> some people are like what is that <laughs> Like, uh, yeah, that <laughs> allow me to explain. <laughs> uh, it's just the second one where I superimpose my face onto the other guy. Yeah, Honestly, yeah. I sat, I sat there thinking that you really shouldn't laugh this much at your own jokes, but. <laughs> It made my week did that, honestly. And I just thought that is going to piss Fletch off so much just to, just due to how fast and haphazardly I've done it. I've just thrown it together. It's, oh, that's that's a joke. That's disgraceful, is that? Stop looking past the joke, Pete. See the joke. <laughs> well, it was my only retort. I had I needed something. I was like, well, I'll just critique his horrible Photoshop. <laughs> But the look on your face uh, on the second one where you were looking up at me was like, that was the money shot. <laughs> it was your face, man. It was like the smug grin on your face with your Foo Fighters top hat and your fucking stain and that. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't want that. Sorry, I didn't want this to happen. I thought I got it out of my system laughing about that, but it appears I am. Um... <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely. Uh, oh, God. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry. Um, I'll pull myself together in a minute. But that that was highly amusing. That was highly amusing. Um, oh, fuck's sake! <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah. off, Pete. Oh man, it's good to be back. But yeah, anyway, anyway, before we just descend into this giddy silliness, um, where do I even go with this? Do you know what I mean? Like right there. It's it's a it's a. a, a well, depending on what day we put this out, we're recording this on Tuesday. Um, it'll probably go out on Wednesday, but either way, we're recording it on a day that is uh, incredibly important to me. Um, and I'm really proud to have been able to announce my debut solo album, Badlands on Fire, uh, produced by James Chapman, and in collaboration with fine artist uh, Ross McCulley. So 
it's been a very, very long time coming. I've not been able to really talk about it much or at all. Do you know what I mean? Oh yeah, you've been just you've been, been, you've been tight just been making this. Yeah, yeah, just been making videos saying it's coming, it's coming, it's coming, and you know, trying to keep everything under wraps when we've been working on this stuff. That you know, certainly from my point of view, um, just absolutely amazing and. Uh, yeah, it's so creatively fulfilling. So, um, yeah, before we go any further, you can watch the video for Dream Twister, which is the first um, piece of music taken from the record, and that is on my YouTube channel. And um, it can also be found on the link tree, which I'm now using, which seems to have confused some people, but uh, the link tree is literally just so uh, all my links can be in one place, really, uh, just so that all my socials are on there, all my new platforms and things that um, I've started. And, um, yeah, the video for Dream Twister is on there. And my Townsend shop link is on there where you can pre-order the record now in various signed formats. And there's, the, you know, there's other really, really cool stuff. You know I mean? I don't even know where to start here, but I suppose the one thing I will say is I'm incredibly proud to announce this because this is all through my own label. You know what I mean? This, is, this isn't backed by any major label money or anything like that. And... Um, this is all out of my own pocket. Do you know what I mean? It's on. It's my own label. Um. So yeah, I think on that vein, I'd, I'd, I'd just it mean a, an awful lot to me if you went and pre-ordered the record. Do you know what I mean? Like from my store, uh, in a physical form. That would that would be a way to um, you know, give back to the artist, artists, so to speak. Do you know what I mean? Especially with Ross as well. Uh, it's all through my own label, obviously through Townsend. Um, fantastic company we work with on the music live record. So proud to be doing it through Townsend. That's amazing. Um, and yeah, so as I say, this is something that's been in the works for how long? Two years or something? I, I don't yeah. even. I don't even. Yeah, I don't, I don't even really know. I don't yeah. even really know how long it's been in the works. Um, I think it started in it, summer, so it's either two. I think it's about two and a half, maybe. I don't think it's quite that long, but it's definitely coming up for two. I mean, it does, I suppose it depends where you class it from in sort of conceptualizing the idea or uh, actually starting to make it and things like that. I don't, you know, don't know where you draw that line. But well, I'm, t- I'm taking it back all the way to when you finally picked up your guitar and said, "Let me start." And I literally remember Dream Twister like over Zoom calls when you, before it was Dream Twister going on. Yeah, oh, yeah. that sounds amazing. <laughs> mm. So yeah, it's been a while, and uh, it's, yeah. it, but it, but to see the video for me, my personal experience was like, yeah, that was uh, emotional because it was like, wow, there is that thing that just started over when you first started zooming and first started actually, you know, picking the guitar, and then boom, there it is, produced, and then the video. And I don't know how you got a, a little kid to look like you, like a double. I thought I was looking at little Adam <laughs> Nutter from like, the, you know, with the that's hair the, and everything. <laughs> that's the idea, man. That's kind of how, how, how the video is meant to come across. Certainly from my, from my perspective, it's like a, a younger, a younger version of me. You know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's kind of, it, I find it hard to kind of put into words how I kind of view that video other than in the simplest way that it, it's a younger version of me, um, like full of, I don't know, like, that sort of childlike innocence and i don't know it's i i, I think i'm a bit speechless <laughs> to be honest i mean that might be something to do with the fact that i hadn't slept properly for quite a while sort of making sure all this comes to fruition in the way that it has done and that i mean that's why there's been no podcast as well even though me, me and pete might have had the odd chance to hook up it's just been too manic i've been 
on the end of emails to various people, just try to coordinate everything. I mean, you know, like I said, I've done, me and Ross have done this all ourselves. Do you know what I mean? And, and certainly from the music perspective and getting it out to to be able to be pre-ordered by people. Do you know what I mean? That's all. That's all me and Ross and well, Tony Perry, my manager as well. But but yeah, there's a, there, it's not a major label thing in this. It's me. It's me. So if you want to support me, man, go fucking, you know, buy a physical from the towns and store of which the links will be in the description, uh, obviously, in the episode notes or whatever you call it. My, my brain's not working now. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, well, I got yeah, the link so- on Linktree. That's where I found it. And then I went and just ordered it this morning and I can't wait to see it. That video, yeah, there though, you go. Did you, well, um, did Ross do that whole video? Because that's, that's, that stuff is seriously professional looking. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Ross did the whole thing. Man, I, I got to stop making fun of him. He's pretty good. <laughs> he's, a, he's a genius. He's an absolute gift from God. And yeah. so is Nicola. And so is Theo. Yeah. Theo's the just, little Adam. Yeah, that, that's Ross's son. Oh, you're kidding me. No, that's Ross's son. <laughs> I did not know that. I thought you yeah. literally hired an actor or something that was like no. a little Adam. <laughs> no, it's it's Ross's son. It, I don't know, man. It's just... It's, I don't know. Oh God. I honestly quite speechless because I've been waiting for this day for a long time and I've kind of lost perspective on it. I lost, I kind of lost perspective on it quite a while ago. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Not in like a bad way, just in a, when you're so immersed in something, you can't, you stop being able to see outside of it. Um, like I say, I don't really know where to start with all this, with all the story other than to put it in plain terms, like it is on the, on the press release. Um, but yeah, just before you did mention something there. Yeah. The easiest place to find anything is go to any of my socials and there'll be a link tree icon. You click on that. Everything will be on there. You can find a shop link and the video. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, it was Ross. It was Ross that suggested I do an instrumental album. Hmm. Do you know what I mean? And it was Ross that even suggested that. Yeah. This is such a long story. This, and as I keep saying, I don't really know where to start. Um, I mean, it's all stemmed from the, well, obviously, it's all stemmed from the the listening party for the music and everything that's built off as a result of that, and then that giving me the confidence to start playing guitar and start writing again. And obviously, through Patreon, I met Ross. Who I mean, I've met I've met tons of incredible people through Patreon, but I mean, the best way to tell the story properly will be when Ross comes on, because Ross is going to come on the podcast and we can yeah. talk about all this stuff like in a lot more detail and from Ross's point of view as well. But let me just try and synopsize it or whatever. Twitter started. I loved music again, loved playing guitar again, thought I want to do something. I want to make a record. And in the process of conceptualizing that, I was um, shown some of Ross's art by one of my other patrons, actually, Squidge. It was Squidge who were like, have you seen Ross's art? Hmm. And you're like, and I was just like, oh my God. And that, you know, that's, there seemed an element of fate to that because as I was coming up with stuff like Dream Twister and tracks like that, I was thinking, I'd love to do, because I started thinking about the cover, but in that process, I started thinking I'd love to do a like a canvas for each song. So like it's a front cover for each song. Mm, yeah. And you know what? Like a lot of this, I think, is to do with the fact that probably, I don't know, I, I wanted to make something, I won't say different, but I wanted to make something that was like purely expressive and purely sort of was born out of all the the joys and stuff that was coming back into my life after having such a well you know like a low-key existence in that sense and not having those sorts of enriching things in my life anymore yeah so then I was shown some of Ross's art and it was just like oh man that that's just too um perfect is that so I went straight to Ross on 
uh, DM on Twitter and we're just like, mate, I love your art. Do you want to do my front cover? And then I think, I, th- I don't think he even replied. I think I went straight back away. In fact, you know, never mind just a front cover. Do you want to do a painting for each piece of music that I do on this album? And you've got to, you've got to bear in mind, like there was only like one. Like that. I think it was Dream Twister and maybe something else. But that was enough for me to be like, I can see something here that I'm really excited about that I want to do. Um, you know, sort of musically. Um, and yeah, just uh, and Ross, as I say, Ross will come on and tell his side of the story. But uh, Ross was really uh, re- well; he was really excited by by the idea because I think you know I, I he I'm one of his favorite artists. I think yeah, called the musical one of his favorite bands, and I don't know. I, I don't like saying stuff like that because he's my. You got you got to understand at this point the the bloke's my best friend. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like literally. Um, Oh, he and I have talked and, and, uh, yeah, you know, and we've had that moment of like, and I said to him, I was like, can you believe, cause I know how he feels about the music and he knows how I feel about the music. And I was like, can you believe that you actually did the cover for the music's album? And he's like, dude, mm. I can't, I'm not, I'm, I said, it has not processed yet. <laughs> well, it, I mean, that's the thing. It's, I mean, all my stuff started first, all the Bandsland stuff that was all moving. And then it was like, Right, okay, well, this needs to just pause while we do the, get the music gigs sort of, I won't say out of the way, do you know what I mean? But yeah, they needed to happen, and it was difficult to try and, you know, put myself in two headspaces at once. So that that very quickly turned into Ross doing all the stuff for the music as well, because, yeah. you know, we were working on mine, and uh, see, me and Ross were so, like, we're thick as thieves, like, every, uh, uh, like, uh, certainly, I mean, he, he's very busy during the day we work, but at night, we just text back and forth ideas. I've never had someone I can do that with, do you know what I mean? What I mostly get from that is, because I get really excited about stuff, and I I go on like a, like a, I don't even know how to describe it, really. I get really excited about stuff and I like to talk about stuff and bat it back and forth with someone. And I've never had someone who is willing to do that with me. And I always get made to feel like I'm like a fucking nuisance. Do you know what I mean? Or like I'm pissing someone off and it's like, well, I'm sorry. I, that's, I don't mean to annoy you. I'm just trying to talk to you. Do you know what I mean? And you end up feeling like a nuisance. And I've, I've had, I definitely had that my whole life because I do have this sort of manic, obsessive hyper focus. And that's what this record is. It's hyper focused like in a nutshell. It's you know, and what I get with Ross is Ross is just exactly like me, and he never, he's never like, mate. Can you stop? You're sending me too many messages. I mean, I love you and that, but can you stop sending me as many messages? You don't get that from Ross. So that's what that's how this album has happened, and everything around it, because me and Ross have just been bouncing off each other like all the time, all wow. the time talking about ideas and possibilities and websites and front covers and potential books and i mean like the book there's so much to talk about here it's frying my brain even trying to relay it all to you on a plate well um do that what do you mean the book right so if if you go i don't know you've obviously not been on the shop have you been on you've not been on the shop i'm giving you leading questions pretend oh uh, my apologies (laughs) podfather my apologies podfather i keep forgetting that we're not just talking me and you so yeah the book if the book right oh god so this is an eight track instrumental record and it's in collaboration with ross who is a fine artist who's done a canvas for each piece of music and then what we've done is we've made a book which is going to be full of the artwork 
lots of close-up, really high um, quality, high production shots of close-ups of the artwork and different things because Ross uses so much uh, uh, texture is so important in Ross's pieces. Oh, yeah. They're not just, it's not linear. Do you know what I mean? He builds them up with, well, we'll ask him about it, but he builds them up with sand and stuff like that and just to get these amazing textures. Um, so the, the book will be full of all the photography of the art, but it's also... Um, full of the story of the album there's full notes i don't know what you call them notes there's i i i talk about the whole thing and every track and what everything means to me and you know what i'm like so there's a lot there uh james chapman who's obviously maps who has produced the album uh he also has got all his notes in there and then ross as the the, the artist um the fine artist has also got his reflections and notes on each track and each piece of art. So the book in itself is the entire story, really. And it's the one, It's the, it, we call it the accompanying book because it sort of accompanies the project and gives everything context. Do you know what I mean? With that book, you know everything that you'd, you'd ever want to or need to know about the, the record, the production of it, the, the, um, the genesis of the ideas, um, how Ross approached the art and you know mm, lots amazing. of lots of yeah lots of things so also there's prints available of each piece of art and obviously there's I mean you'll see I'm sure you guys will sort of well I hope you've seen already but if not get yourself to the store and have a look there's all the prints there's the vinyl there's the CD there's the shirts there's the book there's full collections of prints it's mental <laughs> do you know what I mean it's absolutely crackers yeah, it's I- a it looks really professional. Like I couldn't believe it when I went on there. I was like, "Holy cow, this is a lot." Because you've been a little like y- you give me hints here and there, but for the most part, you've definitely been uh, tight-lipped about it. And uh, yeah, and and I appreciate that because I want to experience it as well. So it's been it's been cool to actually see it unfold. But and very impressive. I mean, the artwork that I've seen is uh, yeah, uh, and and I love the fact that uh, I you know the songs that I've heard and the artwork that matches. I mean. They're, 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 it's like it's part of the song. Yeah, exactly. And that's exactly what I wanted. Like, I don't know, like, I've never done something like this in my life where it started in my brain and come out to this extent. I mean, I know, I know the music and things like that. And yeah, I, I was part of a collective brain that was creating that stuff. But, and I know that it's a collective brain here, but I, you know, I mean, it was the whole idea and drive and inspiration from the record just, sort of come out of my head and I've just got these amazing people involved like James Chapman. You know, we've hardly even talked, spoke about James and the detail in the book between mine and James is um, sort of bouncing off each other and how that's worked. Uh, it's really interesting as well. It's just the, the whole thing has just been like, I don't know how cliche it sounds, but just so creatively fulfilling. And, you know, like I say, this isn't a record that's backed by any major label or I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to fit anywhere. I just made a record that I wanted to make that when I put it on, like just, just speaks to me massively. You know, it's just a, it's, it's just full of like emotion, the whole thing. It's a, it's an emotional narrative driven by the frustrations of, you know, um, sort of self-imposed creative isolation and those things, years and years of that. And it's just like a creative outpouring of joy. I think, and to see it in collaboration with someone like Ross, who not only is like just you know, you can't you can't put into words how talented Ross is, and he has no idea, which is probably a good thing. Um, but he's also like honestly, 
him and Nicola and Theo, his whole family are some of the nicest people I've ever met in my, in my life. And I honestly feel genuinely privileged and honoured to have, um, you know, even for whatever circumstances in life, come across those three people, Ross, Nicola and the son Theo, who I, I just had an absolute blast with. I think it's mainly Nicola and Theo, personally. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to get, I think I think Ross gets a little too much credit here. Let's stick with Theo and, and Nicola. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're gonna break me, Fletch. You're gonna break me. Um, oh man, there's uh, there's too much to talk about. There's too much to talk about. I'm just probably gonna skim over everything now and then get into more detail later on, especially with Ross. But yeah, I went I I, I went up to to Ross and Nicola and Theo's place to to film to film the video and just had the most fucking incredible three days. Do you know what I mean? Um, because I don't take myself out of the situation I'm in quite a lot. Okay. Just for what, just, do you know what I mean? I don't, it's hard to describe that really, but I kind of live my life in my house and go to the places I go, but I don't really go any further than that. So to, you know, to go up to Helensborough and stay with Ross and Nicola was just like, honestly, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And we had such an amazing time and they're just, just, just amazing people. I don't know. Like it, you go through life building up effectively a portfolio of what people are like do you know what i mean and it, it doesn't always make for the best reading you become jaded you become um you, you know you become used to the fact that people generally are most well it's hard to think to say but you know what i'm saying uh people can be awful and out for themselves and it can genuinely take you back when you look in someone's eye and you you see just like something really genuine that isn't full of me, me, me or out for themselves or I don't know that them, 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 them three individuals give me faith in humanity. Honestly, they do. Do you know what I mean? And I sort of think, wow, like the, all the people I know, I don't really know anyone as like nice as them. It's mental. Honestly, I feel incredibly honored to know them and to, um, and incredibly honored to have worked with Ross in this capacity. And now, you know, probably to call him from my perspective, I don't know why he's like literally one of my best friends. Do you know what I mean? Just we've become so close over the last few years. And, you know, he's helped me immeasurably, not just with this record, like, but with being a man. And that might sound weird, but he has. Yeah, he's a good dude for sure. And the album is fantastic. For for example, the for anyone that listens to this album, I hope nobody is thinking this is uh, you know, the fourth album of the music, right? Because <laughs> you know, it's a oh, total, no, it's, it, it, it's, it's not a that totally no. different vibe, which is awesome, by the way. I mean, we all, everybody has different musical tastes. Everybody, I mean, wide ranges of musical taste. And so I love to see this expression of of a band that I already yeah, love, man. of the guitar player from a band that I already love to express in in, in this way. It's actually really I, good. No, no, it's definitely not the music fourth album, but it's not trying to be. Do you know what I mean? It's not trying to be. It's me standing apart and doing something really creative that I, I think is fucking amazing. And I, I think it's the best thing I've been involved with. And yeah, I'm immensely, immensely proud of it. And I can't wait for everyone to hear the full record. I mean, I know that Dream Twister's out and that's the that's the taste, so to speak. But honestly, I cannot wait for everyone to see the full picture and mm. sit down and listen to it. And it is a record that is meant to be played loud. And it is going to take you places. Yeah. Because that's what it's meant to do, man. It is going to absolutely take you places, is that album. And it's got so many, what, what, what I would view as applications in terms of a time when you sit down and listen to that thing. But I tell you what, like, you, you know, 
you do your thing of an evening, whatever that might be, you get yourself into that headspace and you sit down and put this record on on headphones and I'm telling you, you are going somewhere. I promise you. Oh, I've already, uh, I, I've already envisioned myself putting it on my record player and then just relaxing, getting a nice, nice bourbon, and then just listening to it. And uh, cover to cover, this is the type of album that you do cover to cover. You know, sometimes we talk about, oh, you, there's some albums, there's only a couple of good songs, but this is the kind of album where you just play cover to cover. Yeah, it, it really, it, you should view it as one song. That's effectively how you should view it. There isn't, it's kind of how I've written it. And I've I've left it in the order that I wrote the tracks in. I haven't messed with the track listing. Hmm. Literally, this is the most organic record you're ever going to see and hear in that sense. I had one track when I conceptualized it. And when I got James involved as a producer, I only had one track. We did Dream Twisted together. And it was like, shit, this is, this is amazing. Hmm. And it was, you know, at that point, we weren't even going to be making an album. It was yeah. me at that point that turned around and went, look, I want to make an album of this. Do you want to produce it? And to be fair to James, he was uh, originally were like, well, um, how about an EP? Because I, I'm doing my third album and I've got all this other stuff going on as well. So I don't really have time. And then I turned around and I was like, look, there is no time restrictions on this being released if we were to do an album. And he was like, oh, sweet. Well, if you're not bothered, then yeah, <laughs> let's, make, let, let's make the record. Nice. At that point, I was just like, fucking cretin. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like someone of James's caliber wanting to be involved with me, that just fucking, that meant the world to me on its own. But then hearing, like recording Dream Twister myself and going, right, that's how I want it to, to, you know, to be and sending it to James. And, you know, we had, and this is all in the book in a lot more detail, but we had quite a few conversations like James sort of saying, look, so how do you envisage this sounding? Do you know what I mean? And me sort of going, well, I've got quite a lot of references and things I can drop in there to try and give you a bit of a picture. And long story short, I, I got that back and it just absolutely blew my mind. And I knew instantly that I wanted to make an album of this stuff. And I knew I wanted it to be instrumental um, because the focus is the music and the landscape and the melody. It's, there is no, it, the, the, the focus is not the singer. I'm not trying to try to detract from where that is true, which is, Millions and millions of great bits of music and song, but you, do yeah. you know what I'm saying? This is this is um, this is different to that. It kind of sits apart from from that in my mind. I mean, it's 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 about the feeling in the piece of music and the melody. Do you know, it's, I mean, it to be anything to be honest, it's much more akin to what you might view as like classical music. Do you know what I mean? That's kind of how I view it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? This is this is um, well, I I just personally think it crosses over so many. I don't know how you describe the genres or whatever. Or I don't know. It just is its own thing. I'm probably rambling here. Pete, do you want well, to bring some direction to me in some way? <laughs> yeah, sure. To me, the way I see it is like a song, usually, you know, you talk to anybody who's like a songwriter and there's like structure to a song that has to be a certain way. And you've got, you know, you start with this and then you do the mid, whatever the chorus, the melody, I don't, don't, don't. I don't know all of them, but I, you know what I mean? Like they have these different parts yep. and they it's like a framework that's on every song and rinse and repeat. Whereas this is more of an organic expression of, of, of sounds, you know, and it's just, and there are, there have been, I mean, you're not the first to do it. There's other beautiful songs that do the same thing where it just, absolutely, absolutely. beautiful, long expression of really great music. Mm. My favorite part about it was when you finished um, Dream Twister, your version of it, just you, you send it to, uh, <clears throat> to Maps. And I remember 
he sent it back to you. I don't know if you've ever shared this with anybody, but he sends it back to you and he's like, based on what you've shared with me about what you're thinking, here's what I've come up with. And he very like humbly was like, you can trash it. We can redo it. We can yeah. re-edit it. We can change. And you were just like, ship it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it was just like perfect. <laughs> Honestly, like literally I got it. It blew me away. An incredibly emotional experience for me. Um, everyone knows what I'm like by now, man. Do you know what I mean? And it fucking blew me away. I did that. And he literally said, if you hate it, it's cool. Don't worry. Yeah. And I was like, I hate it. I've never fucking heard anything like it. it. It's perfect. It's absolutely perfect. Yeah. And you were like, well, all right, just, you know, live with it over the weekend and come. No, I'm fucking living with shit. I, I, I've heard all I need to hear. I'm going to hear that again and suddenly go, oh, by the way, it's crap. What the fuck, man? That's a religious experience for me. Like, that's not going to change. That's only going to get, that's only going to intensify. It's not going to lessen over the next few days. I'll get back to you in a few days and reaffirm how fucking amazing I think it is, if you want. Do you know what I mean? But it was just perfect. It just completely met everything that I wanted to, I wanted it to do. And I mean, you're right in a sense, but you're also not because you said, um, you know, this is structures that still are what I would consider strong uh, song-like structures in this. There are what I would consider song-like structures, but they're not led by a vocal. Do you know what I mean? Where all the focus is on that. It's led by the guitar and everything is wrapped around that. Do you know what I mean? Which I suppose, I mean, it's, it, it, I mean, it's kind of like, I don't know. It's just such an uplifting, soothing experience. I find listening to music. It's, it's almost like, um, it's almost like a nursery rhyme for adults. Do you know what I mean? Like, or, or just such soothing, beautiful melodies anyway. And that's kind of what I wanted to create. I wanted to create something cinematic, um, and beautiful and expansive. And that wasn't held in by any, do you know what? Because like, <sighs> I I decided to do this and became incredibly boy. Uh, what what's the word? Incredibly um, driven by the fact it really didn't matter in a sense of like I'm just doing this for me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I didn't because I think if I'd have thought right, I'm making some commercial thing here, I'd have just you know fallen down to pieces. That's not pressure. I just made some. I made some that I want to sit down and press play on and just go yeah. Because mm-hmm. people ask me like, what music do you listen to? Like mine. <laughs> like mine why do you think I made it why do you think I made Badlands it's so I can stand in like the middle of the living room blasting that shit out as loud as possible and just be like yes <laughs> and like yeah I get that I got a similar I got an extent of that feeling with the music but I'm sorry not to this extent and I don't think I don't think there's anything wrong with saying that I, you know like it. I suppose it's difficult trying to qualify that really and like trying to draw similarities between the music and creating things in the music. Very, very different. But yeah, creating this record has been one of the the best experiences of my life. You know what I mean? It's there's been zero stress. Yeah. Zero. Zero stress. Zero pressure. Zero time constraints and absolute freedom. And I'm, you know, I'm really I'm blown away by the fact that because sometimes absolute freedom's a pain in the ass. Because you're like, well, buddy, where the hell do we go? If we can go anywhere, where the hell do we go? It's like, I'll fucking show you where we go. No worries. Do you know of, what I mean? A lot it's, of open space on that blank canvas, huh? <laughs> hey, well, yeah. And, you know, uh, and to then take it further with the canvas, it's like you get the excitement of the song and bringing it together and getting it, you know, getting that to where we want it. And then that is elevated by this canvas. And like the canvases have the ability to, in my opinion, well, as I said, it not only elevate the whole project, but 
to give everything so much more creative way and emotional way. Like all three of us, like I'm an emotional guy. I know James is, and so is Ross. Do you know what I mean? We're all, I suppose, very similar minds in that sense. And like I'll reiterate again how much me and Ross just bounce off each other and I've never had someone that is willing to reciprocate my volume of thoughts. I have a lot of thoughts. I have them fast and I put them out fast and not everyone can handle that. Yeah. You know what I mean? A lot of people are like, oh, that's weird. Is that? It's like, go on then, fuck off. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I've got my crowd and I've got people who I'll rub up the wrong way, but me and Ross just get on like house on fire and... Yeah, you know. Um, so, what do you do now? Like, I I know for a fact we've talked about this. Like, y- you wrote this a while ago, and you loved it. And it's beautiful, and uh, and then you go through the whole process of you know creating and producing and the artwork and all that stuff. But in in the meanwhile, because you're such a creator, you've written like a gazillion other songs and different mm-hmm. and different styles, and you you really like you know you sort of hit like a a stride where you started to like pound stuff out. So what do you what are your thoughts like moving forward now that you finally got one of these and fully did this creation from producing? Like, do you see yourself doing other albums like that? Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Too right, man. Yeah. <laughs> Like, that's what I was born to do. You know what I mean? I've always been convinced of that, and I'm even more convinced of it now. Um, yeah, I mean, like, I don't want to... I, I mean, you say this one's out. It's not out for five months, is it? I mean, the full picture's not going to be available to everyone for five months. But yes, there is no doubt it feels, it feels amazing and really creatively cathartic to actually at least announce this and put the first song out, put the video out, put the art out and let everyone see what it's about. That's uh, incredibly cathartic. And because like you say, Fletch, I've got, God knows how many records I've written if you were to sort of put everything together in the relevant places, because that is the thing with me. I'm all over the place. Here I am coming out with a, you know, a dreamy instrumental record and, you know, patrons. And that is the thing not to be, not to plug my patron, but that is the thing about being a patron is you, you get the majority of this stuff at the beginning. Do you know what I mean? Um, and yes, I, I haven't played these tracks to my patrons, but my patrons don't realize they probably sat and listened to some of them in live streams when I've been playing them (laughs) on guitar and stuff like that. So yeah, I mean, this is, this is like the very start really. This is my first marker that I'm putting down that, I think shows what I'm about, you know, what, where I come from sort of on the musical spectrum or however you want to refer to it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I see this very much as the beginning of much more, do you know what I mean? And, um, probably more instrumental albums as well, as well as albums with vocals on. And, you know, I just love the fact that you, you took this, direction you started new something new and you did it in a way that was organic you created something that you like um you made a beautiful expression of something and then now you have there's so much room ahead of you now to do whatever mm-hmm. you want to do like like you said you've created so many different things who knows what's next for you but yeah uh like you said about the patrons that's definitely the best part of being along for the ride you know there's nothing mm-hmm. better than seeing something like that just is born like like a certain song and then all of a sudden mm. like it then becomes something way later. I don't know. That's something special about that. Cause you just remember in your brain, like the first time you heard that. And then yeah. when you see a produced version of it, it's like, Holy cow. Like I, I remember that. So I don't know. It's kind of cool. So, and that's the kind of thing you get when you're on a patron. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, you know, everyone, to be fair, everyone who's followed me on socials, I'd like to think will have that experience with this song because as you said, dream twister was the, when I put, when I fell back in love with music due to the support of everyone through social media and I thought I'm going to 
I'm going to write some at this second. I'm going to actually try and write some rather than just playing some, you know, and Dream Twister came out and I loved it so much. I put it straight on YouTube and on Twitter and everyone loved it. Do you know what I mean? So now that after two years, now that they can see it in its finished form and see the video, I'd like, I'd like to think they get that same, oh man, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I remember that. And, and they're connected with it then. And hopefully, you know, they'll want to, they'll want to reconnect with it now. I mean, yeah. Like I say, it's um, it's out on my own label through Townsend, and yeah, I'd really appreciate the support of you ordering physicals. And I know a lot of people are kind of out there, probably thinking, "Oh, I'll get it on Spotify and things like that," which is absolutely fine. People can consume music however they want, and um, but certainly from a support, it, supporting the artists uh, front, buying the physical from my my store is better. Um, it, do you know what I mean? Because as I say, you are supporting the artist. Whereas if you're buying it on Spotify and stuff like that, artists get pennies, barely anything. Real fans of any music know that. Like you, you can listen on Spotify, but you always buy the album or the CD or something else, even if you never intend on playing it, because it's essentially a way of keeping that artist continuing to make music. <laughs> and that's why that's why Townsend is so amazing because they allow people like me to bring my music out to the masses and actually get a little bit of something back for it. Do you know what I mean? Whereas if you're on a major label, you you, the, uh, you know, anything like that gets swallowed up by the machine and the label itself, whereas I am the label itself. So like I say, it's supporting me is buying a physical copy. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I could... So, I, I mean, I realise this episode has probably been very scattergun and I don't know how like cognitive I sound or not, um, great man. <laughs> Fuck off, Pete. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, one thing I've loved, I've loved getting the podcast out again. Sorry to everyone for for not getting on the episodes um, and putting stuff out, but it, it just felt like such an in between time for everything, and this needed my focus. And I like to think that people will understand that anyway. I mean, Christ, we did like seventy seven episodes with not many breaks in between, yeah. uh, not complaining, but just in a sense that um, it's been, although it's not been nice to have eight weeks or off or whatever, it's been nice to have a little bit of a refresh from, from it. Do you know what I mean? And, and, and come back in like we are, um, you know, that's really great. And yeah, so you're probably going to want to start wrapping this up really soon um, so that I don't keep rambling, but, Certainly. So, I mean, going forward, I mean, we'll definitely be having Ross on. Ross will be coming on the podcast to talk about all this and um, that'll be really exciting and he'll probably be really shy about it and stuff. (laughs) He needs to, he needs to get himself on the podcast to, to, to tell things from his side, because, you know, I, I, the art is as integral to this project as the music is. And that's been the thing that's kind of driven, driven the whole thing. So yeah, it's going to be great to get Ross on and uh, talk in more detail about that. And yeah, I suppose over the coming weeks, really sort of telling more of how it's come together. And that'll be fun to see you and Ross on the same podcast. No, I love you more. No, I love you more. No, you're the best. Uh, no, you're the best. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, as much as you giggle about it, that's, that's, a, that's a, that's a fucking brilliant thing. Do you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, when, it's like when you see someone, it's like when you see a couple who are really in love and you're like, oh God, it makes me sick does that. But you know, deep down that you're just jealous. And then, you know, like me and, me and Ross with the, 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 you know, congratulating each other on being cool as fuck and really. You and, you and you your healthy I mean? relationships. 
you and your normal feelings. Ugh. <laughs> no, that's, I mean, I, like I say, I really couldn't have done any any of this without Ross. Ross, Tony and James uh, and yourself, Pete, really, certainly, you know, from a wider perspective of getting me up off off, off my arse and shit and onto my feet and believing in myself. Um, I certainly couldn't have done it um, without those individuals. And it, it feels really weird, you know, for, for it to finally be, even if it's just Dream Twister at this stage, because I tell you what, I cannot wait until you all hear the rest of it. I cannot wait until you hear the full record. Oh yeah, as a as a thing, do you know what I mean? Because Dream Twister is just like one bit. Well, obviously, it's just like one bit of it. Sure. Um, and it, it's surreal. It's been surreal over the past few weeks of making the decision of right, it's happening now. And I tell you what, you've got years to do stuff, and then right up until dying seconds, stuff's being finalized. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And you're literally still there, going, "How has this happened?" been doing this for two years do you know what i mean like all sorts of stuff that's been lined up i suppose it's not been two years like difficult to it was last start of last summer i started recording it wasn't it start of last summer and i wanted i wanted this project to be done justice do you know what yeah. i mean i didn't want to because yeah fair enough the record has been ready and mastered for probably quite a lot longer than anyone realizes but so what do you know what yeah. I mean? That because as I saw it, and I, I, there was some people out there like, oh, forget the rest of it, just get it out there on Bandcamp or whatever. I don't even know what that is, but I wanted this to get the proper attention it deserved, and I wanted time for Ross to be able to. I wanted Ross to to give Ross time to be able to find his how do I put it? Find his style, really. I don't know how to put it, and that'll get a lot more context when you actually speak to Ross because Ross is quite a lot like me. In a sense that Ross is like, oh, no, I'm shit. I'm shit at art. No, you're not interested in me. It's like, <laughs> shut up, idiot. That's Do you know what I mean? Exactly like me. Exactly like me. <laughs> Honestly, me and him, he's just got a lot more luxurious, beautiful hair. That's the only dif- difference between me and Ross. <laughs> Honestly, I'm so jealous of that lad's hair. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And his son's got the exact same. Do you know what I mean? Oh, Stood yeah. looking over him like, oh, God, look at that. That's going to be thick till he's 30, 45, is that? <laughs> <laughs> and beyond <laughs> uh, but yeah um well listen before we bounce i do want to say that you know i don't care if this thing makes a million records if it goes to the top or if it sells two copies i don't care i just want you to know that i'm proud of you i think you did an amazing thing uh that wasn't easy to do and uh i think it sounds amazing and i just uh i just wanted to let you know i think it's great and i i think i'm very proud of the work that you did for over the past year and a half to do it i really appreciate that brother Thank you. That means the world. Honestly, it does. That means that I'm not, I'm not always good at taking compliments like that. Um, I don't know. It feels, it still feels like I need to turn and look over my shoulder and go, who are you speaking to? <laughs> you know, I mean, I, honestly, I can't shake that instinct. I can't, yeah. but I really, I really appreciate that. Honestly, Pete, and you know, you have done a hell of a lot for me and I, I sincerely appreciate it all. But yeah, um, you know, for anyone who's listening to this podcast who hasn't, listen to or watch the video or at least looked at the project the press release and all the art on the on the shop or on my website or through the mailing list it's all gone out today so if you haven't yet go and listen to dream twister and go and pre-order your copy from from my store and feels weird saying it but yeah it'd mean the world to me um it really would get in um So, yeah, I think that I'll probably do for now. And, yeah, we promise we won't allow the weeks to go by without episodes. Um, This has just been sort of special circumstances, as I'm sure you can appreciate. Um, But, yeah, thank you all very much. And, 
yeah we'll speak to you again soon honestly thank you everyone thank you everyone that's listened to the podcast that's followed me on social media and you know thank you to everyone i'm ridiculously appreciative right now so yeah thank you and we'll speak to you soon